Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I am here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, Scott. How are you? Doing fantastic on this rainy Tuesday evening. Um, As always, super pumped to be here and ready to dive right in. Yeah, me too. What are we talking about? Well, that's always the question, right? I feel like uh, I feel like our old rule of uh, don't talk about fasting, like the rule of two, the you know first rule of Fight Club is, you know, so the first yeah. rule of Fasting Club is don't talk about fasting, and the second rule is, I feel like uh, we break that rule pretty consistently now. Well, you know, uh, I agree. Uh, pretty much on a weekly basis, we we break it, and um, I think that's okay because uh, we're in the uh, the tree of trust, right? Where where we're able to talk about things that we're not normally uh, able to talk about in normal society, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we talk about Susie from accounting and Bob from IT, you know, the people that have all the answers, the diet pills and the quick fixes and the doctor's advice. But, yeah. you know, we've, we've been there. We have the conversations. Um, you know, Aunt Sally had the, or Susie or Jane or whatever, when you go to the, the Christmas holiday party and she's on keto. Mm-hmm. And, um yeah, it's tough to sustain. So the conversation kind of fizzles out and you're like, all right, well, what, what can I take from that? With fasting, the cool thing is with the people we've been talking about, I feel like it is gaining momentum and I'm excited to continue to talk about it because just the, the I know we say this all the time, but the feedback, the questions, the comments, the requests, the eat, like everything is just always like, okay, this is working for me. Like now what do I do? Yeah, yeah, that's everyone who who's reaching out to us seems to be wanting they're hungry for more, no pun intended. They're they're like they're looking for the next step. So, <laughs> okay, how do I get how do I how do I break into the uh, the 168? How do I break into the 24? Okay, I'm ready to go longer, 48, 72. Um so we're we're hearing that as feedback and we are um working on some good good answers and recommendations for those and some tools to help you guys get to the next step and keep pushing encouragement at this point would just be to keep doing it. Um, mm-hmm. if you guys haven't listened to the episode, uh, about the 50 and 50 where Tommy guided me to losing 48.5 pounds and 50 days and it wasn't anything crazy. It was just consistency over those 50 days. Uh, obviously yeah. I had the weight to lose. Um, but I had been trying so hard for years prior. It was just like, wow, how could this be? Um, so the encouragement is just to keep doing it. Um, if you're at a plateau, um, you know, there's some things we can help you with probably some consistency and some, some little, uh, you know, hidden things that you might not be seeing that might be holding you back, but it's a lot more simple than what we're going to talk about tonight. And I want to lay out kind of the standard. Now this is coming from somebody in clinical practice that used that, that put together, developed, and also used multiple different metabolic and weight loss programs that we would 
you know, take patients through the journey, right? Do a workshop, get them fired up, do, you know, do a competition, a body fat percentage loss or percent body mass loss or weight loss mm-hmm. or before and after pictures. Yeah. Before and after pictures and weekly weigh-ins, we would do metabolic testing, functional medicine, you know, uh, all, you know, supplements, all of this stuff. And there'd be a lot of short-term success. Um, but then, you know, it kind of, it would fizzle, right? And right. um, you, have you, know, a lot you and of excitement I, at the beginning, out of the gate, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, once you get 30, 60, 90 days in, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, well, I'm, things I'm, got tough. Yeah. I, got, I had yeah. a wedding. I had the to go out of town. Oh, I already had a cruise planned. So, you know, I fell off I, the wagon. Catch you next, uh, next year, later than yeah. in the year for the next challenge. I took a break from my diet. Okay. Well, okay. Well, we're gonna, we, we've been talking a lot more about how life needs to be at the center and the plan needs to kind of support that. So what we're going to talk about tonight is the opposite. This is where the plan um, becomes the focus, right? And okay. it's not sustainable um, for the long term. You know, the, the 12-week mark is, in my opinion, and I don't have a research article to back this up, but long-term studies like we talked about in previous episode um, about the eat less, move more campaign, right? And the five, five workouts a week, three resistance to cardio, do, you know, those kind of type programs. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't work for people that have, you know, insulin resistance, undiagnosed uh, insulin problems, blood sugar issues that are undiagnosed. Cause that stuff takes so long to show up, right. Yeah. That the problem's mm-hmm. been developing uh, for a while. And by the time, you know, you realize that you're, you're too far down that path none of these programs work for you anymore. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. you've been trying these year after year after year after year and you get some results, but then as the years progress, those underlying issues, the insulin, the blood sugar sensitivities, um, all of that uh, catches up to you. Right. You following me here, Tommy? Yeah, I'm absolutely following. Um, and why do you think, why do you think 90 days comes up as, as kind of that, that big line in the sand? Why, why does everybody talk about 90 days? I, my get, I mean, I don't know. My guess is probably because people get bored with it. They get mm. some short-term results and then it kind of plateaus and that's when they fall back into the old habits would be my thought. So maybe I know the first month that. or so, the first month or so they're getting results and then through month two, maybe they're expecting to still see results, but then it slows down, but they're still willing to give it some more time. And then into the third month, it just kind of fizzles out and they're just done with it. I think so. And, you know, personal experience here, I, I visited someone here in Houston. I think I, I talked about him early on when we did our stories back in the day when we launched this thing. Mm-hmm. What smart dude, like super brilliant, well known in the bodybuilding fitness world, you know, a nutrition coach, um, you know, body fat testing. And I did his programs. Um, and it was, it was about that third month where, where things would kind of go awry. And I'm just thinking back about now, like, it wasn't that I was indulging more and my finite willpower was running out. It was, it was just my body stopped responding. And I think that's where my frustration came in. Just like before yeah. you told me to stop eating on Father's Day in 2019, not literally stop eating, but start fasting. Um, I had been doing hardcore six months, like tracking everything. And I got to that point where it was like the last three months. I mean, if you look at it, it was, it was a complete wash. Yeah. The ups and downs came right back to that set point that I had been stuck at. Mm-hmm. I had the same experience too. And I remember reading a couple of books. Um, 
I can't remember the names. I'll, I'll have to, um, to find them again, but a, a couple of books that was like, wow. Okay. So they were still doing the same type of thing where you're calculating the macros and you're putting the ratios together. You have a really solid foundation on what your resting metabolic rate is right now and how much uh, of a deficit you need to, you know, track down to a certain point and then you could map out your results and okay, this is going to take six months, eight months, um, you know, to lose, let's say 60 pounds. Um, and then, you, you know, you feel good because you, you have a lot of calculations behind it and everything looks good and very scientific, but no matter your compliance, um, you know, with, with that much weight to lose, usually you're going to start to see those results slow much quicker uh, than you can get to the finish line and then usually start to just just completely fade away if not you know kind of reverse on you a little bit um well into the process and that's what i had to yeah and it's so there's a couple of words you used in there that i think we need to go into a little bit with the deficit and the macro and those types of things so we're not going to get too heavy into the numbers tonight oh i hope sometimes it happens <laughs> um i'm not good with math on the fly um but that's okay. Yeah. Thanks. Um, the concept is, yeah, you've had a similar experience and you are like, so if we were going to put levels of, you know, so you did what you did in terms of getting deep into the details. Right. But that comes with your, you know, your degree background. and your, your background and your experience and all that kind of stuff. So sure. same thing with me, but most people do that by hiring what? Like a nutrition coach? A nutrition coach. And I did the same thing. I just told a story about that. Or a macro or a, a personal trainer or, sure, you know, the, the YouTube school. Like there's something yeah. that they're using yeah. as a reference. And people put, spent a lot of money on this, just like I have with all of the testing I did. And a shout out to my amazing um, uh, FDN, uh, Ann Knapp. She's fantastic. She's the one who helped me actually figure out that it was – what you t told me it was, which was insulin, but I had never just taken the follow-up test <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> to, to, to really pinpoint it because I knew what it was, mm -hmm. but I didn't know what it was. And then when you connected the dots, it all made sense. But Anne's fantastic. Um, and, you know, we've, she was my coach for a while because I was looking for help, right? I couldn't figure it yeah. out. So what the problem is, is that, you know, most of the coaches aren't like what she was doing. Um, they're more like, the industry standard, which I'm going to lay out for you here, and then we'll go into it, which is, you know, here's your 90 day plan. Okay. You're going mm -hmm. to work out uh, five days a week. We're going to fit into your schedule. Mm -hmm. You're going to do three days of light resistance training, bands, weights, you know, HIIT, high intensity stuff, mm -hmm. or resistance training or a mix of both. And then you're going to do a couple of like more low intensity, low and slow cardio days, right? Right. Seen and that plan a thousand times. Yep. Yeah. Right. I've done it. Um, heck, I rode 30 half marathons on the rower in 45 days. Like, wow. Just, and what did it get me? I don't know. It, nowhere. Back to my set point. <laughs> Still being okay. overweight with insulin problems. So, right. um, and this is right before my daughter, uh, my, my daughter was born. And uh, I mean, I felt great. My cardiovascular system was great, but like, the problem, which was the excess weight, the visceral fat, and the insulin hadn't gotten any better. 
Yeah. Right? So it's not that it was useless, but it wasn't getting you to the yes. goal that was most important to you, right? It got me back to my set point, which is that place that I just couldn't get past, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is where I feel like to answer your question from before is that like that 90 day mark, I feel like is like that for most people. So this is kind of the outline of the plan. Week one, week two, the scale kind of fluctuates. You lose a few, gain a few, lose a few, gain a few, depending on your, you know, um, uh, willpower on the weekends and your plans and your social life and what's going on. Right. Right. And probably actually your, your carbohydrate level and exactly how much you're eating too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Yes, of course. Right. <laughs> I know. I know you're getting, you want to get into the numbers. I'm all, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'll hold week, on. Sorry. Thank you. No, you, no, this is great. I can't wait till you drop it. Week two to four is, you know, you might see a little difference in your, you know, the ease of the workouts you're doing. Right. But the scale starts to drop. Okay. Okay. Not, Probably not to the quickness or the speed that you're expecting, but it's going down increments. You're seeing it. You're feeling good. Feel a little bit different in the gym, a little stronger, right? Right. Week four to six. So we're like kind of at that just over a month period. Clothes start to fit a little different. You start seeing some changes, right? In the mirror. Do not use the gym mirrors. I swear those are like circus mirrors. Uh Lighting, right? Like all the, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then week seven to the nine room mirrors. Yep. Right. Yeah. Buy right. these clothes. They make you look right. fantastic. So that the end of that second month, you know, others start noticing changes. Right. And they're like, Oh wow, you look different. And then that the last two weeks. So that 10 to 12 week is kind of where, you know, you, you most people will hit that, that plateau. Right. And most people think, okay, well the scale's not moving. The mirror's really not changing. So what am I doing here? So it's a very few people that can get to that point with those results and say, okay, you know what? It's just going to take more time. Yeah. Just keep pushing past. And there are some people that can do that. Yeah. Or even do more. Yeah. Or do more. If there's no underlying metabolic issue, insulin resistance, undiagnosed blood sugar problems, hormone imbalances, et cetera, et cetera. So let's get into the numbers. Here we go. Yeah. And, and just to further your last point, that, that just means that you didn't have as much to lose or you haven't been holding on to this excess weight for very long. Or like you said, you don't have these underlying metabolic issues, um, which means that you would go through the process of getting back to your ideal body weight uh, much faster anyway. And so it, it may not even take the full 90 days. And it, it, if that's the case, that's, you know, that that's great. And and you might find where you're, uh, where you need to go. But um, for, for many of us, you know, here and, uh, who are interested in the, in the topic, um, that's just not going to be the case. And the, the underlying thing here is simplification and long-term, right? So yeah. that, you know, you're, you're going through this and you get the results and I've done this for years and you get to that bottom set point, right? That muscle memory of your, of your hormones and insulin and your body goes, okay, I'm good here. And then you get below it, you force yourself past it, and you lose a little bit more. And then your body goes, huh, homeostasis. I don't want that to happen. Let's right. get back up to that old set point and mm-hmm. just add a little bit more, right? Yeah. So let's talk about the calorie deficit, right, that you mentioned earlier. So it, typically one of these programs like, that we just laid out, right, that 12-week program is – based on a daily caloric deficit. Now we're talking about weight loss or fat loss here. More specifically for us, we want fat loss, right? Sure. Because mm-hmm. the scale can fluctuate day to day based on 
you know, di- uh, hydration and short-term glucose, glycogen in the liver, yeah. et cetera. How much so, sleep did you have? How much yeah, uh, time did you eat dinner? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Haven't used the restroom, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. the three to 500 calorie deficit is kind of standard depending on how quickly you set your goals, right? So we're going to do the more aggressive here. Let's say a 500 calorie deficit, right? Okay. And if you, so if you look at the 500 calorie deficit, that's, you know, for an average male, that's about one fifth of your daily consumption, right? Yeah. And then for average female, about one fourth. Yep. Right. So that's in a 24 hour time period, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. This is where I tend to get a little tripped up because I'm not good with days and calendars. So this is where you came in. Okay. Um, I'm ready. So take it for a week's worth to that point of like, okay, what you can do in a day versus what it would take you to do in a week, I think is how you explain it to me. Yeah. So if, if we were at, uh, let's, let's just take the, uh, the male example, 2,500 calories, and we did a 500 calorie deficit um, every single day, and we did that over a week, then we're at 3,500 calories for the week. So that's good. That's roughly equivalent to one pound of fat, right? Okay. Yep. So Sorry, so I was then, nodding and I forgot that this was an audio medium. So continue. yeah, well, that, that's okay. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, thank so, you. <laughs> so we, if we did 3,500 calories every single week and we multiplied that over a 12-week period, if we were on a 90-day program, um, you know, then, then we have 12 pounds of fat loss uh, theoretically right there. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's okay. Um, I don't know if it's going to be enough to keep you motivated and pushing all throughout one fourth of the year, depending on what your goals are. I mean, if your goals are 15 pounds, then you're, you know, you're most of the way there. If your goals 40 pounds or 140, it's going to be a while. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He's our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to a hundred times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes 
pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode. So let's talk about the differences then in... Because intermittent fasting is a hot topic right now, right? So when you say, oh, yeah, I'm fasting, and somebody's like, yeah, I fast for 12 hours, I'm like, huh? What does that mean? So yeah. typically the fasting window is 16-8, right? So you don't eat for 16, and you eat, let's say, between noon and 8 p.m. Okay. And then there's, you know, 18-6, which would be a, just a shorter eating window, and then a 24 or a 5-2. We typically like to do warrior diet. And the warrior, right. Yeah. OMAD, which is one meal a day, which is that 24 hour mark, right? Mm -hmm. So what does it look like in terms of those numbers if we do OMAD for an entire week? Okay. So if we did OMAD for a week, um, you know, so typical, one meal, like in yes. one hour eating window, you eat dinner to dinner, breakfast to breakfast, lunch to lunch. So if we're continuing with, with um, our mail or 2,500 calorie a day mail, let's just call it 800 calories for that um, for that one meal. So times seven days. And so we're at 5,600 calories, whereas normally we would have been at 17,500. So we're at 11,900 calorie deficit. Which, which is how many pounds of fat? About 3.4 pounds of fat, um, fat calorie deficit. So in one week, let's just, let's just call it calories, right? So in one week, you've now hit, you said four pounds? 3.4. Uh, 3.4, okay. Mm -hmm. So one-fourth of the 90 days you just achieved in one week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a four times, am I doing this right? Yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. The math doesn't lie. Um, and that's at 800 calories. Let's say even if you did 1,000 calories, it'd still be like three. Yeah, like three pounds. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the other thing. Here's the kicker though. Um, cause I've heard people say the keto flu. You've heard that term before. Keto I've had flu. it. Okay. So I've had it too. Um, I remember when I did keto, I remember exactly where I was when I figured out what this, this idea was. And, um, it sounded just so life changing to me. And so I, I, I did it and, um, I eventually had the keto flu. Um, I got some of the keto strips and so the keto flu basically is your body releasing all of the stored glucose, all the stored glycogen. Um, so we typically hang on to about a day's worth of calories as glycogen, which is just sugars all packed together in the liver and the muscle. Short term, um, like right, like short term. Yeah, we can use it really quickly, and we have about twenty four hours worth, so we have somewhere between two thousand. 
3,000 calories uh, worth of, of glycogen. So as we get rid of it and then we shift over to fat metabolism, which is where we want to be to burn fat, um, that transition, if you're in a calorie deficit or you're doing something like a ketogenic diet, will be prolonged. It may take between 12 hours and three days to actually get through that period of time um, to make that transition. That's why they call it the keto flu because it feels like I, I kind of feel like I have the flu. But when yeah, you typically 72 hours, you're like, okay, I feel better. The flu is gone. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's gone because you fully switched over to fat metabolism. Now you're still in a deficit and you're burning the fat. So your body's good. It's good to go. But when you get there through fasting, um, it's, it's a much quicker shift because you don't have all those additional calories coming in while your body's actually trying to make the shift. So the shift happens much quicker um, and it can happen in a matter of, four hours instead of 24 or 48 hours. Um, so that's an additional five pounds, four to five pounds that typically comes off in the first day or day and a half um, of fasting versus uh, a program like what you're describing. And that's the amazing part too, is that you're like, we talk through this stuff and we look at the numbers and we calculate and we <laughs> research and we're like, okay, wait a minute, is this real? Yeah, and it, it makes sense because everybody that does this with us I don't like to use absolutes. Almost all the people that do this with us, right? Mm -hmm. That stick to it, like our weekly challenge that we did, right? The 2020 vision challenge back in oh, February. Yeah. Um, all, everybody in that group that reported results back to us just described in one week what you just laid out in terms yeah. of numbers. Pretty much like four to 10 pounds. Well, no, I think we had somebody who was at like 12 pounds in that first week. I, I think he had a lot to lose, but. Right. Yeah. Some fantastic, fantastic weeks in there. Right. So let's, let's extrapolate this out and give some, so my thought is then, okay, well, this is one week, right? So if we're, so if we're comparing this to 12 week program, let's do this for four weeks. Now it's not going to be that accelerated in the beginning, just based on what you just explained. Um, but what it really does is it simplifies all of the things like this. I need to eat 200 grams of protein, 80 grams of fat, and no, 200 grams of carbs, 80 grams of fat, right? And 120 grams of protein a day. If you say so. Right. That's a macro, right? That's a macro yeah. breakdown. You get to waste stuff. You get to measure stuff. You get to upload, right? What happens with that? that? That's a magic formula you have? So another one that I hear a lot too is a standard calculation for if you want to gain mass if you okay. want to maintain or if you want to have fat loss and some of the equations out there you know it's just like everything else there's two sides to an argument or a discussion but 12 times your body weight for fat loss right with the workout program and the change or 15 times your body weight for maintenance calories mm -hmm. or 17 times your body weight for mass gain if you're trying to lose weight so this would be someone like my wife's brother um, who can eat anything and just stays thin, right? I look okay. at pizza and I it goes to my <laughs> visceral fat, right? It increases my chances of cardiovascular disease. So right. um, if we're looking at that 12 times body weight, right? So right currently, right now, my lowest was 197. Right now I'm at 210, just under 210, right? So mm -hmm. um, 40 pounds of loss total maintained for over, uh, just coming up on a year. 
So if we did the 12 times my body weight, what was that number again? Do you remember? Uh, so the whole sorry. point of this is I ate twenty five twenty. If I ate 2,500 calories a day, guess what the scale would start doing? Yeah, I think it's going to start ticking up. Yeah, and everybody's like, no, no, that won't happen. I'm like, no, 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 but, but it does. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it goes through back to this, the scale fluctuates, you feel a little bit better, your cardiovascular improves, your strength might improve, your clothes fit a little different, and then tick, 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 right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in a perfect world, it would make sense. So macros, that's what I said. These equations, yes, reverse dieting, you know, cycling, refeeding, all of that stuff can work, right? For a small subset of people that can stick to it, that have the genetic predisposition to do it, that don't have any underlying issues. But what we want to do is simplify, simplify, simplify. Yeah, those equations fail to take into account Anyone looking to, to lose more than, I mean, I, 12, 15 pounds, maybe, yeah, maybe even 20. But like, once you get beyond that, it's just, you're talking about such a long period of time that the, the, the insulin resistance matters, the set point matters and the amount of time matters. The, the momentum matters because if you're, if you're talking about hoping to lose one pound per week which sounds exciting when you first start, but then, I mean, the, the sheen just wears off of that really quickly. I mean, if you're still losing one pound a week by week six, first of all, you're, you're probably lucky to still be getting the results at that time, but are you still motivated and have you avoided, have you already avoided a wedding or a celebration or or a, or a vacation at that point, or are you about to, do you have something coming up on the horizon where you, you know, that's just kind of going to be the end point for the momentum, right? So is the plan dictating your life or is your life at the center? And then you put the plan around it, right? Right. It's that same thing that we keep coming back to that everyone else, excuse me, would say, okay, you're at this point, just wait. It simply takes time Mm -hmm. where we're like, no, let's, let's simplify it and speed up that time. Right. Yeah. Let's get those results, get to maintenance, and then just be there, right? Rather than this, this constant uphill battle. Yeah, and it's like we, they, they try to scare you out of taking the faster track. Like, no, 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 you can't, you can't just stop eating. That's crazy. Well, I'm not going to stop eating forever, but I'm going to stop eating strategically. I don't, have to, I don't have to just reduce my meals by a few bites to get results that, that don't, end up, you know, hashing out anyway, like I can do it a different way. And that, you know, intermittent fasting too. I mean, that's, that's some of the downfall people will try and it works for a short term. And you know, if you have the things we've talked about or the situations we've talked about and you can relate to that up and down yo-yo type feeling, mm-hmm. then you need to be a little bit more aggressive, right? You need to do yeah. a consistent few weeks of one meal a day. And I, I promise you that after one or two of them, you're like, why have I not been doing this the rest of my life? I have a good friend in Florida. Why have right. I not been doing this my entire life? And yes, I'm going to continue doing this the rest of my life. Yeah. A great friend in Florida. Um, you know, he's the lowest he's been right in a long time. 
right? I can't remember how long, but I'm going to say like high school or maybe pre-wedding, right? And they've been together okay. for 20 yeah. years. Wow. And cool. awesome. um, he's just, he's doing pretty much one meal a day with every now and then a 48. And he's like, yeah, man, when, when I start traveling again, I can take this with me on the road and still get results where before I didn't have that option because when my schedule changed, the plan changed. Well, yeah. now the plan it's- is just stick to it and simplify and you've got it. Like you've regained control. Yeah. He has all the control in the world. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So a couple of the benefits here, cause I, I was making some notes where you were, you were chatting, um, explaining the things that I couldn't rattling explain. off numbers. Okay. Yeah. Rattling off numbers. Yeah. You know what I was talking about. So, um, intermittent fasting also has other benefits. People always ask these questions. Well, you got increased human growth hormone, right? So that's fat burning muscle, muscle, mm-hmm. fat burning and muscle building. Never mind all of the other positive effects, right? Decrease insulin, decrease blood sugar. So you're decreasing your chance of diabetes and cardiovascular issues. Um, it's almost like it's like a life hack, right? And yeah. people think, well, if you stop eating, then your metabolism slows down. The opposite actually happens. Nope. Right? By, I think it was by day three or four. I can't remember that, the episode we did. You have a 10-time spike in HGH, and you have a 15% spike in metabolism, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And it's just... You know, in the other, the opposite is do the twelve week plan, right? The scale will fluctuate. You'll start seeing results. You'll hit a plateau, but long term calorie restriction, right, uh, is shown to slow down your body's ability to burn. Right? If you don't, if your if your car is running out of gasoline, you don't put more gas in it or put more fuel in it. It's going to stop. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 essentially like the equivalent of of that versus just having a, a battery in complete backup, but not running on both, but just switching from one to the other. I mean, that's the switch from the sugar metabolism to the fat metabolism. Right. Our body does not like to tiptoe. It doesn't like to go back and forth, one foot in sugar, one foot in fat. It doesn't, it, it can't do it. So it needs right. to switch over. That's why you have that keto flu. That's why you, you, you feel differently when you're burning your, your fat it needs to be fully in that mode and stay in that mode. And the results come naturally. One of the things you said to me too was, you know, even just in a 24 hour fast, you're able to take pressure and, uh, you know, uh, intensity off of your cardiovascular system just by the effects of the diuresis and the clearing out of the short-term glycogen. Right. So, you know, people say, Oh, I fast, I get headaches or, you know, we've talked about this, you know, have some salt, have some trace minerals. There might be a small electrolyte balance, but what you're feeling is that change in the blood volume. And you're literally mm-hmm. like taking pressure off of your cardiovascular system because you have less volume floating around your body. The, the benefits of this are innumerable. Um, the, what I really want to like make sure that we hit, and you are usually the guy who um, can do this and land the plane, as we like to say, it's becoming a running, a running theme. Um, what, and we, we haven't talked about this before, and typically we, we have an outcome for each episode. You know, we want to make it conversational. We want to have one action step um, from here that you can do and take and, you know, put into your day-to-day. And it's not uh, fire your personal trainer or your macro coach or whatnot. It's not that, right? It's right. if you're not getting the results, let's look in the mirror and kind of say, okay, well, am I willing to do one meal a day? If you can do one meal a day, for a week. And at the end of that week, you come back and tell me or us or send us a message and say, yeah, didn't work. Didn't work for me. <laughs> I, 
I would be hard pressed to find someone that would do that, right? Yeah, we've we've never heard it. And I would I would be really interested to hear the story behind why right. one meal a day didn't work. It, it, whether it was from willpower or schedule conflicts or date nights. Yeah, bad planning, did, bad psychology. Yeah. Like what, yeah. Or I didn't see the results. Like I didn't I didn't get anything out of it. Like there, there is literally, I, I can't think of a single valid thing that would come through as a response. Um, so if you guys are out there and you're ready for a challenge and you've never done one meal a day, go do it. Download the fast start guide and, and start one meal a day. And we challenge you if, if it doesn't work, send us a note and we'll, we'll read it because I I'd love to hear why it didn't work. Cause I think I would be willing to say that it would work for anybody who tried it. I agree. I agree. And I'm not like the, oh, here's the magic diet pill that's going to, you know, trap your carbohydrates and not <laughs> allow them to be absorbed in the body, right? Like that stuff. Like I'm honestly like, I'm, I would be shocked, right? Like I'd be like, well, no, how is that not possible? Because the numbers, you know, unless you, you know, went completely off the rails, and we're taking insulin and had all of these other issues, then yeah, maybe it might not work. Sure. But the numbers would make that you would see the difference. And we're not talking about anything drastic. Like you've skipped meals in the past. Think back. You've traveled. Right. You haven't been able to find something. Your mom made something you didn't like to eat. Like, you know, whatever, whatever it is, like it's happened. So let's, let's stick to just a week. Like Tommy said, download the Fast Start Guide and try it for seven days. Yeah. Take the mini masterclass. If you are having any trouble with any of the questions in the fast start guide, do that. Send us a, send us an email, um, send us a contact request and, and let us know if you're, if you're struggling or if there's something that you're just not quite sure of and we're happy to help. Cool. Keep the questions coming too. Cause, uh, we did a couple of Q and A's recently. We want to do more. We got, just great feedback about those because so many people, oh, I had the same question. Oh, I had this. Oh, I thought the same thing. Mm -hmm. So we're compiling another list of those. Um, and I'm also working on a, a list of um, testimonials too. And I'm just sifting through and I'm finding just threads of the same thoughts. So there's never a bad question. If you've got a question, send it to us. Keep them coming. We're going to do some more Q&As coming up. Download the Fast Start Guide. Log into the free mini master class. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Tommy, I appreciate you, brother. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you too. See you later. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day -day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.